It's coffee break. That's right. I didn't give you a chance to settle in. No, you got to hear the the awful creaking of my chair as I get back into position. Every chair that I sit in creaks horribly. You ever think you're kind of hard on chairs? I don't try to be. I do wiggle a lot. Not mostly subconsciously, you know. <laughs> I don't think they make chairs designed for you to be dancing in. I just I do dance a lot. <laughs> you know what? Now that you say that. When I hear like a really good song, I just like stop and jam out for a little bit. Yeah, that probably doesn't help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, first up, Avatar. Yeah. Way of Water. Mm-hmm. James Cameron's Avatar. Yep. I found out this. Yeah. Big pause. I'm sorry. There's Dramatic just, effect. <laughs> there's no way. Of what? Water? He, <laughs> he will actually be able to turn this around and make a profit. God, no. Yeah, because I was I, t- I was telling you about this a few days ago, I think, that it costs, like, what, $5 billion to make or something like that? It's $250 million. So trying to, in order for something to be considered a financial success, it needs to make double. Mm-hmm. And there's no way in hell it's going to do that. All those slurping noises is the puppy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's just chewing on one of his toys. But, hey, he's right next to us. So the sultry sounds of... <laughs> will be brought to you by Aegon. Yeah, good job, buddy. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, look at you. Cutie. You're on your way to being an auto reach insurance kind of person. Like, like progressive. Oh. A- oh. I was going to say AT&T, but uh, I don't know. Their commercials are just as bad. State Farm. God, did you see that AT&T commercial yesterday? No. Which one? I, that was... God, I couldn't even stand it. It was like, yeah, I'm this guy that works at the airport, and I got a text, and it's from my friend who does, like, shipping, and they're like, hey, I'm hanging in through the holidays, and then... And, you know, it's like people actually working through the holidays and they're able to communicate to each other through this phone network. Okay, fine. Great. Great message. Sure. Yeah. I uh, get it. Message. Anyways, and that was something they wanted you to know. And I'm just pointing out that I'm very fucking pissed and that I- you didn't make it so clear <laughs> that I wanted to vomit. And <laughs> at the end, the person reading all the texts was it's santa <laughs> no it wasn't santa oh it wasn't i think santa was in there as one of the people working over the holidays who like, was the other person party ho ho yeah i get um, it oh it's okay if mommy and daddy have to work on christmas so does santa so hmm, you never know <laughs> I, I can't remember her name uh actress he, she is an actress uh character specifically? lily lily from at&t oh yeah that's her character's name i can't remember the actress's name Oh, it's that mousy little girl who, like, not girls, like, she's a woman. (laughs) A mousy little woman. Yeah, and she's, like, the worst. And it's always insurance ads that have, like, faces, like, flow from Progressive. The Geico, Gecko, uh, 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 Emu, Limu, and Doug. Insurance ads, more than anything else, have weird, like, mascot characters for them. Yep. That get, like, pseudo-famous. And it's so weird to me, because the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't think uh, anyone gets can, like, afford insurance. <laughs> a lot of people don't get, like, car insurance because they just can't afford it and stuff like that. <laughs> well, here, since this is a podcast, we should talk about personal things. Sure. Back in last February, 
the Pathfinder died. Yeah. This is my old vehicle. Yes. And I was like, okay, it's a Pathfinder made by Nissan. Let's go to Nissan because I always wanted an Altima. Mm-hmm. And I got the Altima. Yeah. I got a 2019 Altima. We got this Runs nice fine. blue Altima. It's too expensive. It is. It's it also not so not worth it. It's not, not worth it. Ignoring the price of gas and the payments for paying off the car, which are both astronomical yep. for what it is, all of the tires failed on us. Yep. Because um, they lied. They were like, brand new tires. They were not. <laughs> we had to replace all four of them. I've been having the fob keys die yeah. in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so basically, I'm just done with it. So I'm just going to get rid of it as of, like, this recording. Yeah. I'm already in the process of, like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I'm going the way of the electric scooter. Hell yeah. Because I figured I already have a podcast where I'm a super nor- nerd. <laughs> and um, why not just look the part? <laughs> so. Also, like, driving. On the way is my electric scooter. Hell yeah. My white bicycle helmet with a black visor to protect me from, like, sunlight, but it doesn't actually do anything. Do you, you actually, know what I'm talking about? You actually ordered a helmet? No, I was just joking. Oh, uh, you can look and like Team Star. The coolest kids in the game, Team Star. <laughs> and I got uh, fingerless gloves. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> what else did I get? Oh. A little, like, red, orange, and yellow confetti trail to, like... Tape I, I did you. get some ribbons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to do the cans because I was like, ah, I'm not Latino enough to do that. But is that a can? It, I thought it was a marriage <laughs> thing. Yeah, but I, I just figured I'd make a joke out of a joke. Weird. It's a joke. I did. It made it's no jo- sense. <laughs> hey, look, either they hit or they do not today. Okay, <laughs> trust me. I went through a whole demo of it. I was just not being funny. <laughs> and being funny. So I was like, okay, I think I got my idea. We got uh, really, oh, yeah, we were getting a scooter. Yeah, I'm getting a scooter. <laughs> and I did a lot of math, did some research. I fell down this rabbit hole, fell in love with the scooter, haven't even rode it yet. Yeah. I should have it by the time you guys are listening to this. Theoretically. And then we just cut cars out of our life. Yeah, and now I'm cutting the insurance and bam. Yeah. I got a couple hundred extra bucks in my pocket. Yeah, because like, because you don't want to drive without insurance, but also insurance is super fucking ex- and Progressive has the best rates. Yep. Which is not good rates, but they're the cheapest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I was going. <laughs> Everyone tells you they can get you lower prices. Liberty Mutual. They're like, yeah, we teamed up with Nissan, and I was like, oh really? Let's check this out. Two hundred bucks a month. I'm not kidding. Went to General, because they're like, go to the General and save some time. Yeah. That's their quote, right? They got right? Shaquille O'Neal and everything. Yeah. $160. One of the many places that got Shaquille O'Neal, by the way. <laughs> and Progressive keeps me about 100 Yeah, but still, that's like... And I drive five miles to and back every day. Mm-hmm. 100 and, bucks. And driving no. is just not a fun experience. I hate being in cars. I don't like it. I, I get it's a very terrifying experience for me, honestly, and there's no like traumatic backstory to like you know explain why I just I don't like being in cars. They're scary. <laughs> yeah, um, I I just don't like the experience either. It's just so just cut that shit out of our lives and be happier. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, get a, a scooter. bike. I would love a bike. 
You want a bike? I want a bike. I was going to give you this scooter once I was done with it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you did your hand-me-downs? <laughs> well, yeah, because this is not the scooter I want. It's the one that I can afford right now. I like a, I would like a bike. <laughs> I like biking. If you guys are interested in the scooter, I guess I can... Take a sweet pick. <laughs> yeah, just do like a little video. I don't know. Maybe. That'd be weird. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll probably talk more about it next week. Um, be uh, like, no, this is the dumbest idea. I'm freezing. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, it doesn't get too cold around here. <laughs> it doesn't, but... It can. Especially if it's raining. There's a lot of cold, hard people around here. Sure. Uh, we got really uh, sidetracked. Uh, going back to James Cameron's Avatar... The Way of Water. Um, it's also, like, I think they've confirmed it will be five hours long. Maybe five and a half. And it's just, that's, it's too fucking long. I, we all made these jokes that movies are getting longer and longer and longer. And uh, now it's not a joke anymore. And it's like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I Sitting down for... 192 minutes. How long is that? One hour is 60. Yeah. Two. It's 120. One. So it's three hours and 12 minutes long. It's just too long. Even three hours is too long. You know? That's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. It's just, I don't know. I like it, like, a, a nice, short, like, put-together story. I want this one to explain why he's able to have kids... Uh, it'll, I bet it'll be like some quick little science bullshit thing. Like, anyway, even, thanks to the embryo magnetism, blah, 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 we got this. <laughs> even that would be fine with me. It's just, please explain that, because that's so dumb. Oh, we uh, we watched the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yes, we did, and... It's well, fine. I didn't hate it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, probably not something you want to hear coming out of the gates. Guardians were never really my favorites. They're, they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. I think overhyped. A lot of people really overhyped the Guardians because they were the first ones to like do like a casual. We play like '80s classic jams during our commercials. We're funny and casual, and then everyone started trying to mimic that. Yep. And uh, at the time, it was like really unique and super different. But now it's like, eh, whatever. It's just a gaggle of assholes <laughs> i think the most annoying part is people try to imitate the style or at least try to show an imitation of style to james gunn mm. and gunn along with uh who did Lo love and thunder ragnarok why why is that Taika watiti watiti right so also has a very similar style they are very different though uh similar in that they don't match the norm of yes. everyone else. Like yes, you can, they, they are fun. They they think outside of the box. Mm -hmm. They have creative shots and creative pacing and edits and stuff like that. Like Taika Waititi, if you really want to understand his comedy, go watch what we do in the shadows. The movie. The movie. The, the original one. That the American series is based on. Yeah. That one... That's one of it, the earliest ones, too. There's some <laughs> funny moments in there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that. I get that. That's funny. Like, we're making fun of vampires, right? Mm -hmm. And then you look at James Gunn, and it's like, you really want to understand his style. 
where he's almost unrestricted, mm-hmm. go watch Peacemaker. Yeah. This it, podcast has not this is a peace ever podcast. <laughs> faulted on how much we love. Sorry, I got really close to the mic. Um, how much we love Peacemaker. Peacemaker is still hilarious. It's, I still think about it. It's the thing. Like, with, even with this Guardian special, though, eh, a little meh compared to Guns's other work. You can tell he's just like, eh, okay, we'll, we'll put this together real the, quick. This <laughs> one kind of freaked me out a little bit. Why? So I guess I missed the obvious thing where there's a flashback in Guardians Volume 2. The ego is courting some alien girl, which looks like Mantis. Yeah, and Mantis. Therefore, Mantis is a sister of Peter. Yeah, which I think is cute. Which is mostly the whole point of the special. And then... Yeah, the special stars Mantis and Trax. Like, it's not a Guardian special. It's just those two, really. (laughs) And then we see a lot more of Mantis, and we find out that she's not so different from Peter in being a scumbag. Yeah. And... Also terrifying. But she also, like, there's a, yeah. I think Mantis is fun, though, because she, uh, her powers are more fun. And also, um, she has, like, it's, it's fitting. She has big sister energy. Mm-hmm. Like, when Drax, like, flipped a cop car. And she had just gone through the whole song and dance of, like, running around and, like, touching them all and going sleep to get them to, like, stop chasing them. Drax just laughs and he, like, <laughs> flips a cop car. And she goes, Drax! You can't just freaking kill people! <laughs> like, like, that's fun. <laughs> and then she goes down there and just see the cops are fine. Mm-hmm. Nobody dies in this one. And, you, yeah, there's a whole candy cane joke in there, which I thought was kind of funny because I was like, okay, that, was. that is funny. It was. <laughs> Does this look like a man to you? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, my friend is just being an idiot. <laughs> it's when uh, they're all messed up from the bar. And they're sitting on the curb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this woman hands her a map because they need to find out where Kevin Bacon lives, right? Yeah. You've seen the trailers. You already know. The woman hands her a map and goes, 40 bucks. And Mantis just touches her hand and goes, you'll give that to me for free. So the woman just hands her the map. And then the woman's about to leave and Mantis touches her hand again and goes, you'll give me all your money. <laughs> they are thieves. And it just ends they there. Just, they are bandits. That, that is what they just go and like rob people. <laughs> <laughs> Mantis, I, I'm, I'm, I, I did enjoy it because I do really like Mantis and I think she got painfully not nearly enough characterization or screen time in the three movies prior. I guess four. In um... Like, she got most of her characterization set up in 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but even then, it's pretty mid. And then, she's a little bit in the uh, Endgame movies. Infinity War. Infinity War, and then Endgame. And then she's, like, she has, like, one line of dialogue in Thor. Love Love and and Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I like Mantis. I like her a lot. I think she's a fun character. And this is the first time we're actually going to see her being a whole character. Like, taking center stage and stuff. In which, when she's trying to take down Kevin Bacon in his house. Yeah. She's jumping on pillars vertically. That's another thing. She's like an alien. So she was like... Horizontally. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's creepy. She's like moving from pillar to pillar. And yeah, like a, a praying mantis. But mm-hmm. she's like looking at him. Mm-hmm. And her eyes are CGI black, and she's got those antennas, and she's got this creepy smile. Did and she's they, just hopping forward at him. Did they CG her eyes, or was she wearing contacts, you think? Have you seen the actress? 
Uh, not in makeup. No. I haven't seen the actress in makeup, but I've just looked at pictures of the actress. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, um, her eyes, when she's Mantis, mm -hmm. are much more open. Ah. So it's all CG, then? Yeah. A bit like uh, Spider-Man's eyes, or Deadpool's eyes, like how they CG those. Yes, but... And they're in their suits. But that's very different, because you can follow their outline. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a lot of effort. I, I'm not too sure how they did Mantis. I would like to see how they do Mantis, and I'm sure we'll get a closer look after Guardians Volume 3. Yeah. Are you excited for Volume 3? I am. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, again, I don't hate the Guardians. Um, I thought the first one was really fun. Uh, my favorite part was uh, when Ronan and Peter are fighting over the Infinity Stone. Yeah, and they do a dance-off. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's a dance-off, bro. And they bring that up to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It was just a funny callback. Because uh... he saved the galaxy, and he really did, Actually... by doing a dance-off. Mm -hmm. I like the second one better, personally. And the second one has way more of a heartfelt message when you find out that Yondu... Is actually his dad. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> it's uh, is he cool? Yeah, he's, he's cool. It, it's funnier, I feel like. Better soundtrack too. Yep. The first one had a good soundtrack, but uh, second one had a better soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, so we started watching these shows a while back. Yes. And there's a reason why we stopped talking about them. Yes, but we finished them because we needed something to watch while we worked. On finishing our Pokedexes and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And don't worry, the end of this will be about Pokemon. Yep. Um, but we finally finished... Hopefully this will be the last episode of Pokemon for a while. Maybe. <laughs> we finally finished Rings of Power, uh, uh, House of Dragon. There was another one. Friends. Friends, yes. Yeah. So, a lot of things got finished. It, it was a gauntlet <laughs> run of television series. Mm -hmm. yesterday rings of power took forever so both rings of power episodes came under 75 minutes like each one each one of those episodes was a full movie that's crazy and it was so boring it it kind of was <laughs> and i was watching the big reveal at the end and i was like you should have just ended this like Maybe an hour ago. Yeah, people make fun of, like, Lord of the Rings for having too many endings. And it's feel like, it felt like they played with that by also putting, like, a million fucking endings. <laughs> the entire last episode was just a bunch of endings. <laughs> also, the way it's shot, the, everything, the, the CGI to the color correction was just annoying. It's bright. It's they, a very saturated they... show. They obviously looked at Game of Thrones and went, we want to be the opposite, but the same. Yes. Same, same, but different. Yeah, we want to be... But still same, same. Close, the other side of the coin. And it's... It it was good. The CG was much. Like, I think... You could really tell when they were on a practical set because it was tiny. And you could really tell when they were on a CG set because it looked like CG. <laughs> God. The dog. Dog ADR right there. <laughs> Cute well, guy. He's enjoying it, though. <laughs> but yeah, it's... And just, I feel like it's trying to do way too much all mm -hmm. at once. Well, House of the Dragon 
Whoa. Much more gripping. We also had two episodes. We ended off both with only two episodes left of each of them. Yep. And in between, we watched Friends. So I finished Friends, finally, for the first time. You did it. And I will never do it again. (laughs) And uh, that was one of the big jokes at work was like, oh, now you finished it, you can rewatch it and become a true fan. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Here's my argument. Um, How I Met Your Mother is more quotable than this dumbass show. And second of all, you want to talk about toxic fucking characters? Mm-hmm. You did your whole piece on Ross? Yeah. Disgusting. I had a comment on that video that was like so triggered over Mark, the guy that Ross thinks Rachel might be flirting with. And there's like number one Mark fan. They're like, no, you're wrong. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, dude, <laughs> you're, you're real triggered over it. The one throwaway guy that she dated for like an episode after they broke up. Wow. <laughs> so cool of you. <laughs> uh, the rest of the characters where they fall seems appropriate. Yeah. But Ross and Rachel thing, Ugh. like, oh my god, not worth it. And I, I'm, I'm sure in 2002 it was like the greatest thing ever, but... I hated the fact that they got back together at the very end. That whole season, they never had anything to do with each other. And then, like, suddenly, two episodes before the finale, they're like, you know, maybe we are into each other. And we watched the reunion, and they talked about it, and they're like, yeah, so we came to the natural conclusion of things. And I was thinking about that today, and I was like... The natural conclusion to things like that isn't that you all just stop. It would be one person after one person. Yeah. It's like when you have a rose that somebody gave you, right? Mm -hmm. And it still has some of its leaves on it, right? Yeah. Before the entire blossom dies, the leaves will slowly go away. And as that happens, you watch the blossom slowly turn into a darker shade of black. I think that's a bit too uh, real for a sitcom. (laughs) But it wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, we're just leaving. I was thinking about it and how it's like, oh, what's Joey doing? Nothing this season because he can't be with Rachel. Because we want her to get... She needs to get back together with Ross. And they're just kind of like middling around doing nothing. Um, But Chandler and Monica, everything. In this season, they find out that they're barren. And also they adopt their babies. And then they find out that they're having twins. And also they're buying a house. And they're like, everything all at once. Could you imagine adopting twins? Unexpected twins, because you thought it was just going to be one baby. And... Buying and moving into a new house in, like, a week <laughs> of each other. <laughs> be insane. It'd be crazy. It's like, why did Monica and Chant Like, I feel like it could have been one of these plot points. Not all five. <laughs> Share with the rest of them, you know? <laughs> also, I had asked this question. Is there a sixth member of the team that shows up later? And you're like, I don't know. It was Paul Rudd. Yeah. I didn't want to spoil that it was Paul Rudd. And, and they never treat him that way. They which don't. Which annoyed me. They And like, and I feel like I remember seeing something somewhere that one of the writers was like, it would be really weird if all of the friends conveniently got together. You know, like Chandler with Monica, Ross with Rachel, and then Joey and Phoebe. 
And I'm like, Joey and Phoebe could have still been together, but not like dating. They, and this was something I wanted to tell you months ago, but we hadn't finished it yet. But now that we finished, I can tell you. The way that uh, Matt LeBlanc and, uh, what's Phoebe's extra assistant? Lisa Kutrow. The way they played their oh, characters sure. was like starting from like season two on, they played their characters as if they were sleeping together regularly. Just like as random like flings between their dates that they would have. And so that's how they played the characters as if they were constantly being together. And I was like, well, that's cool. It's sad that goes nowhere, though. <laughs> yeah, the, there there are definitely uh, earlier seasons where those two were like best friends. Mm-hmm. They would confine into each other. Yeah. And like everyone was like, oh, maybe they're together. And then you'd see them interact and they're like just good friends, like brother and sister friends. Mm-hmm. Like They're like, yeah, I got your back. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it was, I don't know. I feel like after, after uh, Phoebe met Paul Rudd's character, Mike, I think was yeah, his name. Mike. After she met Mike and started doing things with him, she got way more boring. Like, it was just, that's all she ever did was just things revolving around Mike. And she didn't get to be her character anymore. She didn't get to play guitar anymore. She didn't do quirky, weird masseuse things. <laughs> True, yeah. A lot of that character disappeared. I was thinking about, like, how it was an episode in, like, season one or two where I really liked this episode also, where um, Joey, Phoebe, and Rachel were pissed because they weren't getting as much money as the others, and so every time they went out to, like, celebrate or do something fun, Chandler, Monica, and Ross had all kinds of money to spend, and the others were, like, they didn't, because their jobs were just shitty. Yep, and they have to talk about the... The difference in pay. And then after a while, they just never brought... Like, they all got great jobs. And they all were just doing fine. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know. Like, it kind of rings pretty hollow when the opening theme song goes, um, your job sucks and your love life's dead on arrival. That's not the actual lyrics. But <laughs> love life's gone DOA. Yeah, well, that's what DOA means. And, um... And it's just like, it's just... <laughs> Is that true? Their love lives are doing fine, and they have make, they make plenty of money. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh. Okay, so Friends, to me, it's ending is about as good as How I Met Your Mother. Mm. Uh, the Friends fan that says How I Met Your Mother is shit. I don't think you have much to say. I think they can both be good. Like, <laughs> And I would also say they're both as shit. <laughs> the thing is, like, yeah, you got Joey, and I love Joey. Joey's great. Joey is great. He's the best part. But Joey is no Barney Stinson. And I that's is... the closest you can get. That's true. I don't know. While, like, Rachel and Ted Mosby mm. are... Well, I would say Ted is probably more of a problem of himself. Yeah. Yeah. He and is that's the, the real whole point. main villain of that show, I would say. <laughs> he actively uh, sabotages every relationship he's in because he has weirdly impossible standards for every single girl he meets, which is something they talk about at one point in time in the show. Yeah, because Barney. Yeah, and it's like, that's why you'll never find the one. You're looking for a fabled one rather than just 
exploring the idea of any of the ones you've already met. But who does he go get? Barney's girl. Yeah. Robin. The same one from the very beginning. It's, and I hated that because we, we set up the idea of this umbrella girl. And then it's just like, but uh, oh, I got back together with her. I finally figured out who she was. And then she like died two days later and I just went with Robin. Like stupid. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> that's not how that story goes, but yeah. Okay, close it, enough. It's about like, that's, I think that's a big issue with sitcoms in general is that they never know how to end. No, they don't. Once they go too far. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about Seinfeld, and I was like, that might be the greatest sitcom I've ever seen. Maybe. Which is crazy, because the point of Seinfeld is not telling a story. It's definitely, I would say, the progenitor of the formula every other sitcom that follows, follows. The idea of, oh, well, they're just regular people. But not necessarily married people, which was always the thing. Like, mm-hmm. you look at the ones beforehand... And it's usually people who are unhappy in their marriages. <laughs> and then I was talking about this last night was if you want to see a very meta version of sitcoms, and I still stand by this, mm-hmm. is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Which I would argue it's not a sitcom. because It's it- not, but that's the thing. It uh, That's why I say it's meta. Because there are moments in it where... Larry kind of breaks what a sitcom should be. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to go deep into this and this is going to be the whole thing. Yeah, but then it's like not. It's not. The uh, Curving Through Assassin is really, really good. Uh, it, it's latest season, they're only okay. You can tell Larry's getting tired. <laughs> but they still have moments where they're like dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Like in the most recent season, right? I think there was another season. Okay, so season 10, which came out like four years ago or something like that. Fuck, feels like it. (laughs) But there's a watermelon episode. Yeah, one of the best jokes ever. And the watermelon episode has to tackle racism Mm -hmm. and stereotypes. And Larry tackles it in like the smartest way ever. Yeah, and and it wasn't, oh, a black guy wants a watermelon. Ha ha, that's the joke, right? Mm -hmm. It was... I don't care if you want a watermelon. I'm a Jewish guy. Can I not have... Geltivish? Yeah. <laughs> this pickled fish item. And it was the I, the idea that black men... Or it was two black men. He was talking to Leon, the character. Uh, J.B. Smooth. is embarrassed to buy a watermelon because of the stereotype of black people eating watermelons. Yeah. Even though he likes watermelon. Yeah. And it was a great way to... It was a really smart way to tackle the topic. And I really enjoyed it. Probably the best... Episode ever, I would say. One of the best <laughs> for Curvy Enthusiasm. I, you know, I think one of my favorite ones is him buying a pair of shoes. <laughs> and telling, he goes to two different vendors. And Larry finds out, oh, I can get these shoes. Let's, uh, let's get them on order, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes into another shoe shop and finds the shoes he wants. Yeah. Now, he has the shoes... And he's wearing them in the store, and they're like, hey, we just brought them. And he's like, I don't want them. Like, I don't need them anymore, because I have them now. <laughs> and then the, the salesman is like, dude, I'm based on commission. This is my whole job. This is my life. This is how I pay my family. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me last week you wanted these shoes, and right now you don't want them anymore? I'm going to get fired. 
I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. And then something about a bowling alley because you got to trade in your shoes for their shoes. And yeah. And it just all got mixed up. And that is what sitcom funny should be. And Curving Enthusiasm is a master class in tying everything back together at the end of the episode. Yeah. It does it better than every other sitcom I ever. <laughs> the random little things that you think aren't going to play a big role end up being pivotal at the end of the episode. And it's like, that was amazing how you did that. <laughs> okay, I want to bring up something before we go for Pokemon. What's that? Wow, you got to be the most loudest kid. Was it oh, I guess we were missing something. Uh, we did talk about Rings of Power and House We of talked about Rings of Power. That was not much else to say, is there? <laughs> Rings of Power versus House of the Dragon. Yeah. House of the Dragon was just better. It's superior. It, it just, it was... It was so pathetic. You could tell that there was ten years worth of... Maybe not ten. Ten years? Eight seasons worth of a show prior that set up how they wanted to go about this season. And Rings of Power But, had... but you can argue... Rings of Power has six movies. And now it has six more movies, because each one of those episodes feels like a movie. <laughs> but it still just fell flat. Yeah, Rings of Power seemed to rely a lot on, you recognize this? Hey, you think you know where this might go? You think you understand what we're doing here? Where House of Dragon is much more just telling its story? Yeah, and... <laughs> Rings of Power, I, I will tell you this right now. Um, the tall man hanging out with the Harfoots mm -hmm. is for sure Gandalf. Yep, it's not Radagast, like I theorized. It's not Sauron. Nope. Like those, what were they, angels? I don't know, I got ink in my hand this morning. <laughs> and my hands were covered in ink. And they turned black. <laughs> and I was just thinking of them and I was like... Oh, if only these people knew how nerdy I was. It was this, this is like, this Eminem looking person. Yeah, she had a weird Eminem look. Very Eminem-y. <laughs> Slim Shady over there. Slim showed up, like, more than halfway through the season. And then did nothing. It looked intimidating, for sure. But in the end, just did absolutely nothing for the story. And then uh, G Gandalf evaporated them. <laughs> yeah, when Gandalf had the staff, you know what it reminded me of? What? Oh, the baby. What are you doing? Are you baby? Hang on. Eggy. Hey. Hey. What are you? What? What are you doing? Are you just chewing on fur? What is wrong with you? Why do you eat? Fur? We love this guy. <laughs> He's so weird. What did, uh, when he had the staff, what did it remind you of? When he had the staff, because she was holding him before, and she was able to move him around like a wizard. Mm-hmm. Like we saw with Saruman and Gandalf. Yeah. In Isengard. God, good scene. <laughs> right, and they were trying to replicate that. Uh-huh. When he took it, like a moth popped out of her face, and then she became a skeleton, and the moth became her skull. Yeah, it, like evaporated into moth. Get it? Wizards and moths. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> but it was also like, how do I approach this? It's like way more powerful than you. Yeah, <laughs> it I, I, it really felt like. <sighs> and then he was able to talk normal. 
Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? It's like, where did that What are you happen? doing? Why do I have to wait till the last episode? Also, the bad guy? Like, eight episodes of fiddling around just to finally get things started. <laughs> if you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, you won't. Mm-hmm. But there's this human guy, and there's Gladriel. Yeah. And, and the human guy is like, hey, I'm the ultimate bad guy. Out of nowhere. And then Gladriel is <laughs> like, what? And she goes through, like, what's that fucking movie? Inception? Yep. yep. I knew. You knew it. I knew. You knew it. It was very Inception-y. And I don't even think that's a word, but that eh. definitely was what was happening. And it was so boring. It, it was so dumb. It, it did not need to be nearly as long as it was. Did you notice that they never said that Isildur lived? Yeah, they're, they're like trying to trick you. Like, oh, did he live? It's like, I know he did. I know he did. Yeah. It's the beginning of the first fucking movie. I know Isildur lived, guys. <laughs> the last alliance of men and elves marched on Mordor. There were good moments. I really liked uh, Elrond, for example. Elrond Durin. Great story arc. <laughs> it's like I was, the thing of, oh man, you know, dwarves and elves, famously rivals. They hate each other. Except for Elrond and Durin. They best buds. And also, um, the Keeley and that one elf lady loved each other uh, together forever. And also Legolas and Gimli, best friends, inseparable. Like, I don't think elves and dwarves being friends is that rare of an idea anymore. <laughs> they, no, they definitely do love each other. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, Elrond was the best part, in my opinion. Everything else, a little overly long, dragged out. It's like, uh, there's a great example, but I can't think of it. It's like when someone does a reboot of something and they miss the point of it and they overdo everything. Like something that could have been a, oh my God, it was Lord of the Rings is the example I was thinking of. (laughs) Like, uh, something as simple as like a sad expression suddenly becomes a yelling tantrum, screaming, wailing and stuff like that. And, uh, it seems like that's what's happened here, unfortunately. House of Dragon was great, though. House of Dragon. That last episode? Oof. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. And I said the second season, which will take a little bit longer, which I'm totally cool with. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Go through it methodically and try and understand what you're trying to tell. It's a... Because we're about to go into war. It's... I mean, I was shook... On the last time. When it happened, when the thing happened. It's unforgivable. I just, like, I, I, it, it's like when you're watching Tinkerbell dying in the second Peter Pan movie, and you're like, you can't die. You're magic. You're fueled by my childhood love. And she lives. But it's just like, it was that. It was like, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> well, it made me think of uh, Damon. Is that his name? Damon? I thought that was the one Renera was fucking. Yeah, that's her husband. What's his name? Aegon. Is it Aegon? No. Aegon's king. Aomer. <laughs> One-Eye Willy. <laughs> we'll call him One-Eye Willy. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> we'll call him Aemon. <laughs> oh, that might actually be his name. <laughs> it might actually be. With an A-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, he what he did to his cousin. Mm-hmm. 
And even he was horrified. And that's where you end and you're like, oh. Let's end. Oh, my God. God, it makes me want to kick the fucking liquor cabinet. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a specific example. (laughs) It was was really good. See, I told you the jokes. After, After walking away from the show for months and then coming back, exactly like we did with Rings of Power. Rings of Power was very hard to get back into. And mostly existed as background noise. House of Dragon immediately. It commands you. It just it it, it it the drama of the political aspect and the war elements so much more interesting than Rings of Power fiddling around with maybe something might happen. It, it was so much prettier. It, it was like, honestly. <laughs> I've always been a fan of lights, and I just love looking at colors, and I. I see the full rainbow, and I I just love it. And when I watch a show like that, Mm -hmm. House of the Dragon, they take colors from you. And it all of a sudden becomes more appealing. And then they're talking, and they're like, oh, we can't make this move because of so-and-so over here in the southern heratosphere or whatever is (laughs) deciding that they don't identify you as a king because you're a woman. And it's like, well, that's that's an interesting policy. Yeah. Well, Lord of the Rings was like, yeah, the bad guy's here, and he's already been hanging out with us. Lord of the Rings is any... If dun, that, dun, dun. Fascinating. And then Metallica starts playing, and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? But, um, if you're going to go with a, a show that's like nonstop saturation, like Rings of Power looks like, Ice Fantasy is a great example. Very, very saturated. But does it in a way that it the colors make sense? It's color-coordinated, yeah. yeah. and you need those big, bright colors to help differentiate the kingdoms, I think it is. Ice Fantasy is weird. I like it. Um, but with Rings of Power, it's just, it's like, it, it's like white noise for your eyes. It's a lot, all at once. And it doesn't all necessarily gel well together. I love Ice Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I should have never showed you that. <laughs> you, you, you goofed up. Yeah, but because <laughs> now you just it. make me want to go back through that journey. Well, now, well you're, It's 62 hours long. Well, listen, we're in the middle of Boruto. <laughs> we could go through my No, we still have to finish Pokemon. Oh, no. With the research fellows? <laughs> Come on, you were having fun. I was having so much fun when um, Inteleon finally evolved. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Fun stuff. It's just And fun. Go thought he was alone, and Inteleon's just standing right next to him, waiting. Cool and stuff. And he's like, yeah, that that's my guy. Watching Ash try to outsmart Volkner in that fight. Good. We're trying to get to the finale where he fights Leon, because we heard about it. We know what happens. Um, But we got to get through the episodes to get there first. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. So uh, it's Pokemon News. Pokemon News. We're right here. Time for the Pokemon. I I beat the game. I beat the game two days after we wrapped the podcast last time. Um, I beat it f- phenomenal. I was number one. Absolutely phenomenal. I, I beat everyone else. I didn't cry, but it's because I forced those emotions down. <laughs> I, I heard it's not as cool playing Scarlet. It was very cool with Scarlet. But when uh, Professor Toro, who looks like this badass like italian gangster kind of guy yeah, i guess he you could call just him that. has those eyes because he's an ai and he just drops that 
basketball like were you freaking the fuck out i was it was almost it, it isn't was, it scary that you see it's a basketball and you're like i it, don't want to know this yes please was, don't tell me this i really liked it with scarlet actually because it's this weird like duality like mentally it doesn't feel like it should make sense because she's themed like the past mm-hmm. like like this whole caveman aesthetic deal but she's this futuristic thing and so it almost made it even creepier because it's like that's not supposed to match up. That that's not supposed to make sense. I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal. I love those characters. Amazing story. A ten out of ten. I would love to play through it again. I've already been thinking about it, even though I'm trying to complete my Pokedex. <laughs> I, I can only think of two stories from Pokemon, the main series games, mm-hmm. that are even worth talking about Hmm. and this is one of them yes what's the other one emerald wow emerald takes alpha or not even alpha it was just ruby and sapphire shoves the two together (coughs) emerald was really good that and you gotta talk to both maxi and archie and you gotta fight them multiple times yes and you have to go to sky pillar and get that rayquaza it, dope. <laughs> dope shit. <laughs> Isn't that like a... That's like, duh. If you're going to make a third game, it would be the one that's in between yeah. everything. And then you have to go like, oh. And they've stopped doing that. And I kind of miss it. It's damn black and white. There, there's some <laughs> platinum fans out there. Yeah. Platinum's apparently really good. I don't know. I never got to play it. <laughs> Allison. Okay. Here was a fun thing. Someone tried to scam Allison. So... She ordered Platinum version, and they tried to scam her, because she got it on, like, Amazon or eBay or something, and they sent her, it was the Platinum box, but on the inside, it was, like, heart gold or something like that, one she already owned. So what she did was, she deleted their save file, and the few days she had before she had to send it back, she played through it all the way again, completed it, took her whole Pokedex out of it, and then deleted the save file again, and then sent it back to them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. She's a stone cold bitch <laughs> when it comes to shit like that. <laughs> got money back? Absolutely. And then she got actual platinum. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I bought a Ruby version back in the day because I bought a special disc that you had to get on the GameCube where if you attached it to your Game Boy Advance, you would get Oh with the link cable, yeah. Yep, link cable. I always wanted one. And you get Dirachi. And somebody sold me a uh, bad version of Ruby because mm. the battery had died. Damn! So it doesn't show. It doesn't change the time anymore, huh? Doesn't run. Oh, damn! That that's one of the biggest problems. Is those older game cartridges you have besides uh, the main systems, mm-hmm. the NES, the SNES, SNES. Uh, N64. And the N64. You don't have to worry about that. For yeah. some reason, they stick alive. They, yeah, you can still play. I guarantee. If I went to my parents' house right now, if I teleported there at this instant, book, like hooked in their, N- their NES, original NES, put in a game, I would have to blow in it a couple times, put in a game, it would run perfectly. To this day. Years later. <laughs> So I, I went back and just played Smash Bros. It was really cool. In your head. <laughs> <laughs> I never had N64 Smash Bros. 
I was devastated. I can let you blow up my cartridges. <laughs> bad for the cartridges but it worked so Dude, i don't know you know what you know what our fix was hmm. was i don't know why this was figured out but my best friend's mom she was like oh if that doesn't work just take this cotton swab yeah dip it in rubbing alcohol and just rub it dry no no and we're like no. let's do it I was like, why was he got to lose? And whole afternoon? The game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, two months of allowance? There's Let's no, try it. There's no memory card. In You're a little machine. desperate, though. <laughs> Anyways. And you get there, and you do it, and you put it in. And it worked. <laughs> and then you just watch that weird little cube thing roll into an N. Yeah. And you're like, we did it. Perfect. So we didn't have, like... And then you forgot that goddamn memory card, and you're back at it. <sighs> We, so we didn't have, like, uh, multiplayer games growing up for the most part. Mm -hmm. We didn't have many games. Um, so what we did, and this was the most fun, whenever my cousins came over for, like, dinner or whatnot, because we wanted to play games because we are gremlins, but we didn't have any multiplayer games. So what we would do, we would boot up Ocarina at a time, go to a kid version, so you're a kid link, and then go to the market, and they had, like, various mini games like shooting mini games yeah 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 we just did that for hours hours i kept us entertained for so long did you so force your long. cousins to grind for you no they wanted to do it they would show up and they're like you got our of time ready and we're like we were already playing it we were ready for you guys and we run in and like huddle up next to our tiny tv in our bedroom and we're just like start launching bombs at chickens <laughs> that was one of the mini games that's Crazy. It would just keep us entertained for hours. Kids were so easy to entertain back then. <laughs> True. Uh, we got sidetracked. Pokemon. Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> yes. So you finished off the game. Yes. I did. Fantastic. Nice. Amazing. Uh, amazing characters. Amazing story. Okay. So we're done with that. Very and... fun. <laughs> what? It is an absolutely fun game. And despite all of its glitches and all the bad reviews about, oh god, these glitches are bad. No, this one deserves to be reminded that this is one of the greatest Pokemon games ever made. Yes. I did have one thing happen yesterday. So, we're trading version exclusives with each yes. other. Yes, yes. Uh, I and, was uh, talking about this. And uh, Rambo trades to me Iron Treads. Which is a version exclusive. And I'm trading to him. Uh, Great Tusk. Yes. And as the trade is happening, suddenly I get this pop-up and it says, game has closed due to an error. Yep. Okay. And my trade goes through. So I open it up and I have Iron Treads in my box. I even took it out, put it on my team. I fought a Pokemon. I gave it a rare candy to level it up once. But it's not in my Pokedex. So I have the Pokemon, but it didn't register in the Pokedex. So I'm hoping if we trade another one over, that one will register in my Pokedex. But we'll see, I guess. That's if Rambo wants to hang out with you anymore. No, it's because I'm almost done with my Pokedex. You are. 383? 87? Yeah. Some 380 something? I'm real close. I'm in the 350s. I fucking, I had so much fun catching them all. That was the thing I actually cared about the most. People were like, oh, the Titan Pokemon, oh, the, the gym leaders, but I'm like, no, I just 
You gotta catch them. I'm just doing these things because it's in the area, but I want to catch them all. <laughs> this is the first time this has ever happened to me where I actually wanted to catch them all. Yeah, and I do too. Uh, Quaxley is probably the hardest one to get. The starters. Yep. You actually need friends. Yeah. Palafin's another one because you need someone in your um, your uh, play corner or whatever. Union station, yep. whatever. Yeah. Someone needs to just be there and you need to level up the palafin and that'll make it evolve into whatever finizen or whatever. <laughs> Which I think is a cool design. It's just, yep, you need friends. <laughs> so there's about eight minutes left till we hit the hour. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Um, Did we talk about how we watched Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Last time? Yeah. Oh, we watched the first two episodes of Willow. Oh, Willow. Willow was cool. Willow was weird. Willow was Willow. Which is weirdly very, like, hijinks, goofy, but also really serious and dramatic. It's a weird movie. You gotta watch it. <laughs> it toes the line. If, if you've tone. never seen Willow, <laughs> go to Disney Plus and just check it out. It's George Lucas's attempt of doing... Lord of the Rings without yeah. the licensing. Yeah. But also really wanting to do Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. <laughs> it's got um what's his name? Warwick Davis is yep. the titular Willow. Is Willow. Uh he he's phenomenal. Uh, an amazing actor. This is um one Mad of Mortiger. Mad Mardigan. Mardigan, my bad. He's played by What's his name? He was a Batman. For one movie. I don't remember. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. And he's actually a great character in this one. This is like a kid's version. To, to me, uh, my dad made me watch a lot of B-rate 80s films. Yeah, nice. <laughs> like Trouble in Little China, which we've talked about. Yeah, yeah that one was crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Stupidly racist. Fair, yes. It's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, there's so much going on in there, and you're just like, wait. Now there's just like Power Rangers, and um, none of their magicians. Sure. <laughs> and then there's monsters. Mad Mardigan is like baby's, Back to Willow. baby's first Aragorn. You know. <laughs> he yeah he is the the suave cool kind of guy, but he's not afraid to uh, gender bend either. No. Nah, Do you he, remember that? He cross dresses and he owns it. He's all about it. <laughs> Very ahead of its time. <laughs> Uh, Val Kilmer, is he alive? Yes. He's not in Willow. Not yet. I don't know. He wasn't doing too good last we saw him. You know? Well, I'm sure he'll show up. Eh, he's might... also in uh, Top Gun. Oh, is he? Top Gun. Well, everyone knows he's in Top Gun. Okay, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Top Gun. Uh... Retribution. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. La Familia. Topper Guns. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun Fallout. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is he in? Uh, it's I. It's the new one. Top Gun. Now, Maverick. Now in 2022. Maverick. We just address it as Maverick. Top Gun, the one that topped the charts for like fucking seven months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another thing we bitched about. Uh huh. <laughs> How big of us to bitch about a thing we haven't even seen yet? <laughs> True. Uh, I can't believe. I hate this because it exists. I can't stand the the first one wasn't good, so I already don't like the second one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was not good. It was bad, even for 80s standard. It. 
I don't. I love it. Mm-mm. Tommy Cruise has done so much better. <laughs> Highway to the danger zone. Take my breath like, away. Right? Over and over. Greatest songs ever made. Oh, I do miss the days. Soft Cell's Tainted Love, get trashed. <laughs> I do miss the days where people made songs. Duran Duran, Hungry Like a Wolf. Four movies. Get trashed. <laughs> That's a bad song anyway. Duran Duran didn't make a, a song for a movie. No, but um, Hungry Like the Wolf was bad. No, but their song for it, uh, it was a James Bond movie. It was A View yes. to a Kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that song. I guess they do still do that sometimes. Like, the James Bond gets that sometimes. Uh, the the Despicable Me movies, Pharrell just keeps making songs for them. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Pharrell's After pretty good. After talking about white gold. Like, dude. I think you got the... I think you're thinking of Bruno Mars. <laughs> God, I always mix them up. <laughs> I don't know why. They got both got big for similar sounds right at the same time. So on one hand, I kind of get it. Um, except 24 Karat Magic came out years after Happy. <laughs> True. True. I don't know. I just think it's the same movie. Nope. <laughs> Fact. When scholars came across penguins and started... Uh, Figuring them out. Okay. And talking about them. They decided that penguins are so horrific, they wrote it in ancient Greek. Yeah. So only scholars. Yeah. This is a true fact. This is actually, we're not even bullshitting you here, guys. Like, only scholars would be able to decipher what they found. They, and what they found was horrific. Penguins were like... Like, regularly just murder each other. Yep. They're, like, all homicidal maniacs. They really painted They're it They're into up. necrophilia. Yes. They're into, uh... More so than any other creature, apparently. Pedophilia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I, it, which is so they really, like, painted them up as, Also like, mass suicide. Oh, they're just... Yeah, because you hear about, um... What is it? When penguins just wander into the snow. Oh, my God. To die. Even, even that... Just, like... <laughs> Oh, I'd rather deal with the snow and not be with these fucking freaks, which they are. Yeah. These aren't lies. We're telling you the truth. This is real and facts. they <laughs> decide that their own suicide is to wander off into the Antarctic. To so just starve to death or get caught by something. <laughs> what? So they really, So they really did a lot of heavy lifting to paint penguins as these cutesy... Just chubby little land birds that the dads nest the eggs and they love each other. And look, they got cute little well, rocks to give each other. They ignore the pile of bodies. <laughs> there is also a cute notion where, yeah, uh, if a male penguin gets stuck behind with an egg and a female penguin doesn't come back, mm -hmm. and either another female penguin or a male penguin can come by. And play the opposite role. Yeah. They will play into that and raise the chickling as their own. So penguins do also have same-sex couples. They do. They really do. Um, I guess it's like any creature can be very cute. If you look at yeah, it the penguins right are evil. If it was a real fuck, you know what I don't like? Happy Feet. That was a fucked up movie. I didn't like it as yeah. a kid. 
It was sad. When you find out that your happy feet are to run away from being molested. It was all, <laughs> it was all sad. I didn't like the idea that this kid was born different because he was dropped as a baby, essentially. Because that's what happens. The dad dropped the egg. And that was the big reveal at the end. It was like, you're different because I dropped you when you were an egg. Oh my god. Whoa, the drama. Oprah. And it's like... Like, we could just be born different. <laughs> there doesn't need to be a traumatic backstory behind it. And it's just sad. Just sad shit. <laughs> sad movie. Not good. <laughs> so, we hit our hour mark. We did it. <laughs> Happy penguins, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. I just want to point out, I was bitching and complaining about Christmas music for the last few episodes. Yeah. And uh, I brought up the fact that Christmas is coming because it's my favorite holiday. I am not religious. I'm just in love with Christmas. I love the lights. I love the weather. I love the fact that you could just get these nice cozy rooms and play Mario Kart by yourself as your dad blames you for ruining Christmas. And That's a totally random example. (laughs) True story, by the way. And... um, I noticed that now it's Christmas time and everyone should stop playing Christmas music. Yeah, I think it's the thing where people do this to themselves all the time. Where people will sit there and bitch and bitch and bitch about something. And then the moment the thing they're bitching about stops happening because everyone in charge is like, okay, fine. You're all fucking bitching about it. We'll stop. They turn around and go, but I liked it. (laughs) It gave me something to bitch about. (laughs) So uh, I say let's do something different. Let's go all out for Valentine's. <laughs> oh, if not Valentine's, St. Patty's. We can do St. Patty's, I feel like. Just all out St. Patty's. Hell yeah. We're gonna watch Boondock Saints. That's the only movie to watch. We're gonna drink Guinness all day. That's the only thing to drink. We're gonna make corned beef. We're gonna do it right this time. We fucked up last year. As was... long as you could say it with confidence. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was thinking peppercorn. <laughs> it's okay. I was close. I got it. <laughs> we got corned beef with cabbage and potatoes. And then once we're done with Boondock Saints, surely there's another uh, St. Patrick's Day movie we could watch. <laughs> I can't think of any other. Uh, don't give me recommendations because I will just ignore you. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Smash that unsubscribe button. <laughs> you could, but we know you're going to come back. You love us. We're aware. Oh, also, uh, the Spotify wrap-up. Yeah. That happened. Yes. Thanks, guys. So, uh, well, I wasn't... Don't congratulate them yet. No, there's 4% of them that are really dedicated. That's true. <laughs> we saw well, According st- to Spotify, not YouTube. We saw the statistics. <laughs> you know what's crazy is uh, Anchor, which I often talk about, and uh, they're attached to Spotify. They make podcasting a little easier. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're listening from Anchor... Apparently, I put up 95% more content for film and television than anyone fucking else did. Which I'm wondering if someone, maybe us, inaccurately labeled something. No, we talk about film and television. Sure. We 
Yeah, we got a whole segment, box office trolls. We talk about we talked about like yeah 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 movies yeah, yeah. and television. Yeah 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 yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> I just think usually podcasts are labeled under entertainment, so. <laughs> but what, who knows? Who maybe we are just better than everyone else? Are you saying I mislabeled things? No, maybe uh, maybe everyone else mislabeled things. Okay, well tomorrow morning <laughs> around six to seven. I will have an OCD freak out and relabel this no, entire podcast. No, you don't have to. No, 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 yep. no, no. It'll no longer be coffee break. It'll be Java <laughs> moment. <laughs> Look, I told you. Our evil rivals, Java moment. <laughs> Those are bastards. <laughs> I figured out my comedy today. I'm not working too well with my usual stuff. My other stuff's doing great. <laughs> and that'll be the name of this episode. Java, Java moment. moment. <laughs> Hell yes. Brought to you by Coffee Break. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, we're done? Yeah. I, oh. We were wrapping up with the Spotify wrapped and stuff. I was having too much fun. I know. We gotta end eventually. Okay, fine. Can't rain all the time. <laughs> It's a good movie. One you won't let me watch. We watch it every year. I need yeah, a year Not this year. year not off. this 